Stop right where you are and hang with us for a while. You've found Boomers with Beverages, the only podcast that's guaranteed to make you scratch your head and wonder if there was something else more important to do today. Of course there was, but you're addicted to this podcast. So let's get started and clench your sphincter because here's our host, Jim Burroughs. Hello. 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 Welcome. Hello. 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 Welcome to Hello. a, you know, this is the episode that, that's going to win awards. I just feel it in my bones. Oh, man, I didn't read the right notes. No, I just want to put, pre- <laughs> I'm just putting pressure on you. Thank you. Thank Alrighty. you. Now take it away. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. I have nothing to say. The one and only. It's good to have you, Boomers with Beverages. Yep, I know you're like, okay, we're going to give this another shot. We're going to give them 30 minutes of our life <laughs> and see if it's any different than the last time we yeah. got these guys. I was On the way home. I was going to say dialed up, but you don't dial up anybody anymore. This is a podcast. So yeah. you, you search and find. Yeah, Here we are. That's how right? I found this. That's how I found it on, on my car. So, I had to literally press the search button. I, I dropped my pen. I'm not getting fresh with Pete. Pete Molina, good to see you. <laughs> get, oh, always great to be that. here. And oh, keep your hands off, please. Oh, oh, maybe not. That felt good. Did Don't you shave? <laughs> I had no idea. Arthur Widry, good to Hi. see you. Artie. 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 Art Baker. Thank you. Yep. That's Artie too. <laughs> that, that that is true. That is true. We have two arts. I'm Artie one. Artie two. Very nice. I got to take a number two. We're a very artistic group. Artistic? I like that. That's really Art sadistic. We got to give our props to Taylor Scott, too, because Taylor, if it wasn't for Taylor, the uh, fun, frivolity, the, the brilliant speech that we share with the country, every show would not make yeah. it to all the platforms that we are on. I haven't heard from Taylor in a while. We're on well, Apple, Spotify, yeah, Spotify. iHeart. Mm hmm. Amazon, uh, Amazon, Google, yeah. yeah. We're on Schmoogle, Schmoogle. We're on Moogle, Schmo. We're on Schmo, Schmoogle and Schmo. We're on Orange. We're on what other fruits are we on? <clears throat> We're on uh, Apple. They broadcast us in the mall. But we are on uh, Taylor's platform too, because he has uh, one that he promotes. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, oh, we really did. Yeah, it's a damn shame I'm not <laughs> remembering the name. <laughs> Can't either. <laughs> but we are here at AJ's Bar and Grill. He's gonna love. He's gonna love this podcast oh, so much for working with you guys. <laughs> Oh, you know, and we I have podcast to. pros. <laughs> yes. Did that just come to you? Yeah, it just came to me because I was thinking about the, the email he sent me, and I printed it out, and I'm looking at it. Oh, he podcast pros. It was kind of, I remember when you had Tourette's, and now that you've been treated for it, things just, just fly out of your mouth. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh, what? Sorry. Holy cow. No, I'm My sorry. I got a poop. <laughs> well, you can check that off the list, Pete. He did it. He, yep. He did it. He went down that street. <laughs> AJ's, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Yeah. I'm drinking Am I supposed a, to uh, ask that or you? No, I'm drinking a cream ale. All right. Yeah. And oh, I love Sun King. Sun King Brewery in, in, in Indy. I, I, <laughs> you know, I don't know how the beer biz works eventually when you create something and how quickly it gets, you know, regional, statewide, over all across the country. Because this, this deserves to be. Yeah. They've got a few beers that deserve to be coast to coast. And they're so good. You know, Sun, and Sun King is a fantastic the, the business, the people that run it, good people, yeah, and they make good stuff. And so. they got a good one coming out at the state fair this year. Well, last year Remember it that? was the uh, caramel corn. Right. Yeah. This year it is the uh, like sandwich cookie. It's like an Oreo, okay. the Oreo flavor. That beer. might be pretty good, but yeah. it sounds like again one that you have to drink cold because oh, warm yeah. that does not sound good. No. Yeah, not no. too bad. Pete, what are you drinking? Uh, Modelo. Ooh, the number uh, one beer. Yeah. Thanks uh, to Dylan now. Mulvaney, <clears throat> or whatever his or her name was. 
I'm sorry. I like Modelo. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat every time I hear his name. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also munching on a little bit of the uh, semen. It's not a hair. Right there. Oh, my God. So you're munch, what's, I'm quickly I'm moving munching on. on a little bit of uh, the uh, Cajun meatloaf here at from AJ's. That is some good stuff. You know, that's, I, a, that's one thing I have not had here. You should have it. it yeah. it's, it's, okay. it's got a kick to it. If really? you like spicy stuff, you'll enjoy it. But it it's a very unique uh, recipe. That we, we are uh, fortunate to be able to uh, do the podcast, uh, record it at AJ's Bar and Grill, 79th Fall Creek. Uh, this would be Indy or Geist area? Is this still? This, this is still Indianapolis, still absolutely. Indianapolis it's area. At Lawrence, but it's uh, it's still Indianapolis in the Geist area. Seventy, seven, yeah. uh, excuse me, seventy ninth and Fall Creek Road. If your travels ever bring you to Indy, and there's a lot of great things going on in the Midwest, and Indianapolis is part of it, and you you, you got to. You got to come up here. It's well worth it. I'd say AJ's is a, is a solid stop. You know, if you're looking for some different restaurants to go to, because we have some great restaurants in, in Indianapolis, but AJ's is a, is a true mom and pop restaurant. But the food quality is always AAA. Yes. And, and they have excellent Good entertainment stuff. typically on the weekends. Oh, my gosh. So true. Very good. Yeah, actually, the stage that we record the podcast on, they get all kinds of cool bands. I believe. Um, When's Tony Tommy Bennett Whiskers coming back? When's Tommy Whiskers coming? They back? They were here just two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's probably gonna. It's probably, yeah. And you just, didn't let me know. I. It was a Thursday night too. Oh, I, I, uh, I couldn't have done it anyway. It's a very yeah, talented Thursday bunch night. of people. Yeah. I love them and Josie and the Pussycats. Those are good. Those. The Archies were here. Oh, they're so yeah, good. They are. They're so much. They're old. Sugar. Mm-hmm. They're all in their eighties mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of them are dead. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are dead. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Hmm. Honey, honey. What else did they sing besides Sugar, Sugar? I don't know. Remember. I don't have That's a clue. the only song I ever remember. Veronica, I've Got Your Number. I don't know. Yeah. That had to be one, right? Jughead and Jugs. Uh, I don't know. Jug, jughead. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I think that was the band he formed after when they jughead broke up. Jughead and the Jugs. Ironically, a cartoon version of Yoko Ono broke up <laughs> the art. Now, were they. I'm going to show my ignorance here, possibly. Are the Archies different than Archie Bell and the Drills? Yes. Oh, a lot different, oh, yeah. Okay. The Archies oh, were, yeah. were a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The Archies didn't exist. they had a little studio band. Now, you remember Archie Bell and the Drills, right? Nope. Uh-uh. Really? Nope. That was but a band. Not, we're not as old as you are. Enlightenness, okay. though. What? Okay. You're the top end of the boomer. Well, Tell us. Archie Bell and the Drells, they, they, were, a, they were a band. Did you say Drells? The Drells. The Drells. The yeah, no. Drells. No. Drells. Archie Bell and the Dells. The oh, Dells. Dells. Oh, the okay. Dells. The Dells. Now, Archie Bell's brother was Ricky Bell, who was a famous uh, running back for Southern California. Yeah, yeah I thought I'd recognize That's that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Small world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to forget about it once well, I'm back. Well, now we're on music trivia. Remember that song, My Sharona? My yeah. Sharona. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I remember the song. The lead singer and the, and the, the person who started that band was uh, the brother of that guy, uh, I think his name was Michael Figer, up in Michigan, an attorney who represented Jack Kevorkian. Okay. Wow. I'm okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Doc, Dr. Death. I don't have any, any comeback for that. Okay. None, I'm none just whatsoever. giving you some useless information. Well, that's, that's amazingly useless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, remark- I've got a couple of pieces you know, of useless information. My dad sang on Elvis's very first record. It was this Archie Bell and the and the Dells and the no is it Drells. The, the, Drells. the Drells okay it is the I Drells I thought he said Dells like Wisconsin Dells this is a song yeah that's Archie yeah. wow 
This is from the uh, mid late seventies, I think. This yeah, one, yeah. Was this a Detroit group or? No, you said they're from that, Houston, that, Texas. Um, did you not catch that? No, I didn't catch that. <laughs> I did not catch that. I, you got to understand. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm actually here in spirit only. <laughs> I left lucky. my brain in the truck of my car. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that's fun. I'm. You know, it's always fun to learn about. I always think that I'm. I got a pretty good music knowledge, but I love what I hear about. Oh, and I have no, of, no. Most people I know that have been in radio are are the most brilliant people when it comes to recalling music, yeah. uh, groups, and and Im- individual artists that are in the groups. I mean, the the recall on these things is just just blows me away. Oh yeah. I mean, like take John Raybould for for instance. You can say anybody's name and he'll go. Oh, he was in that band. He was in that band. He was in that band. Blah blah. And, blah, and, blah. and, and, like, and totally who among us? Who among us remembers Millie Vanilli singing their own music? I I don't think they ever did. That much I can probably tell you. Exactly. This yeah. is Let's Groove. Does he do that every song? Yeah. That was your kind he, of the signature. He Houston, Texas. <laughs> this song is called Let's Groove. Isn't that weird? Yeah, kind of is. Do you not know how to spell it? What, what's Well, no, because you think What's that, amazing about it? Because you always associate that with Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know. Let's groove tonight. Yeah. Oh, what you? What is that? Tightening. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. In other words, put the speaker at the at the. The speaker's down below. Oh, tighten up. Oh, song they did. See, it was a tighten up. Yeah. Okay, now I got. I thought. You feel bad now? You thought it was my fault? I always thought Art wants to buy an end for a dollar. It's like. Tidying? We're having some speech impediments today. Cause I Tighten up, hear, y'all. Was it Tighten Archie up, Bell y'all. and the Dells or the Wells or the del- Dills? Or the Drells? <laughs> the Drells. Okay. Did the Drells eventually leave uh, Archie? I think he left them. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. For the yeah. Bells. There's a, there's a point where you got to yeah. move on. Archie and Let's the Bells. Now, for people that are uh, podcast aficionados, who would have ever thought you'd get a podcast that talked about Archie Bell and the Drells? So yeah. we are unique that way. You want to know what I'm drinking? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you asked everybody in the bar but me. I'm having a kettle one on the rocks. Oh, then that sounds like that's right up your uh, alley. Yeah, I'm going to get home and so, want to cook dinner. So why did you decide to switch from bourbon to vodka? Well, um, because I, I like certain vodkas, and kettle one is one of them. Okay. I just didn't feel like uh, you know the, the burn from, from drinking bourbon this early. Do you guys ever, when you go to uh, sporting events, do you drink? Do you buy the beers? And the, I usually get a beer, yeah. And now they have alcohol at venues, too, which is different. But the beers are like, what are they, 10, 12 bucks or more? Uh, close, yeah, you know, 9, getting, 10. Uh, well, it depends on whether, if you're at a major league stadium, yeah. yes. If you're at a minor league stadium, yeah. then they're, they're still somewhat reasonable. Yeah, because, you know, we've been, we've been kind of on the surface wanting to kind of jump in the sports pool. And, Pete, you've been wanting to talk about this for a while as far as uh, what's different now, you know, as, as we are – you know, I'm 59. Pete is 42. Artie is 78. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> no, you, I, I have under, I have underwear that's 42 years old. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But uh, no, actually, uh, I, I have to remember a, a person who used to previously be part of the podcast, so I can guess your ages because there was, I think, there's four years difference between us all. I think. No. No. 60. <laughs> you're 60. I'm 66. Yeah. I'll Pete, be 67. Pete so. just turned 70. No, I'm 71. Yeah. Oh, you are 71. Yeah. Oh, so maybe it's five-year difference. And then you're only f- 
No, well, that's not how right. How are you? Fifty nine. I suck at math. You're getting, yeah, I'm fifty. I suck at math. Well, trying to figure well, it out. I thought there was an easy way to remember all our ages, but apparently. Well, there's five years between Pete and I right now. Yeah, right? that's probably what's five saying. years. Sixty six and seventy. And you're fifty nine. Fifty nine. There, we got a we got a seven to eight year difference. I'm getting ready to be eight years more. Yeah. So so we're 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 all a little bit older. So I've always been curious about how sports are today versus when like what about it though like yeah you mean, go into a game or just sports in general as sports far as in general and, and I, you know and i'm thinking there's a lot of layers to this because we can consider the athletes we can consider the mm-hmm. equipment yeah. we can consider the the money uh and a lot of other things so i i would say um for for me one of the big differences when i was a kid there was a baseball team you rooted for. For me, it was the Red Sox, okay? I love the Red Sox, and, and you're a Yankee fan, and, and, and regardless of the sport. But the players on those teams tended to be with those teams. For a long time. For the duration or most of the yeah. duration of their careers. Their career, right. And, and now that's an anomaly. So mm-hmm. for me, it's, a, it's harder and harder to get really attached to a team these days because there's moving parts all the time. It's, yeah. the you know, just having that sort of – uh, fan base for me is hard. I don't yeah. know how the fandom rest of you guys goes beyond just the team. It, it the, the fandom goes to the stars, and they'll follow the stars. They'll follow the stars True. of the game. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I I have yeah, I in agree. the past, but I still have my allegiance to my home teams. Well, you can kind of look at uh, you can kind of look at the big uh, the big uh, seismic change in sports was Kurt Flood. You know when right. that when that all came down, that changed sports forever because y- you had players once they were signed. That's where they started and finished. You know, Kurt Flood came along and said, we ought to be able to go where we want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, hence yeah. the term free agent. Yeah. And then that started, that trickled into every sport, not just baseball. Yeah. So it did change a lot because you're right about that. Because Ted Williams, Boston, yeah. Babe Ruth, Yankees. Granted, he played for, you know, Red Sox too. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for forever, you just associated those guys with that one team. Same with the other sports at that time. But, you know, here's the thing that's interesting. When, when we were all kids growing up, the NBA was not even on radars. Yeah. I mean, baseball. They didn't televise games like they do. It really was baseball and football. Those yeah. were the two sports that seasons in this country. Yeah. In then Can- you had the coll- Canada, collegiate games. In Canada, of course, you had hockey, not but not so much in the U.S. because you only had a couple teams until the late '60s right. in the states. That was it. You know, of the original six, mm-hmm. you only had a few teams. So it was uh, it was all baseball in the summer, and then football, fall, winter. Yeah. It was pretty basic, you know, as far as that goes. And so, because youth sports have really been on the uptake over the last 15 20 30 years yeah you've got you you're getting a fan base much younger nowadays true than true. when we were kids yeah and tv is having a lot to do with that as well yeah you know, it, it, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't have a lot of tv sports back then no we had some we had no, you know football, abc's wild world of baseball sports. that was it yeah that's like you said yeah. you'd have a saturday afternoon game on for baseball and then i, I know they eventually tried monday night baseball but football pretty much the same thing i mean if you wanted to go you wanted to see the game you had to go to the game yeah that was basically it you know now it's amazing some of the stuff on it like nfl red zone wow if that's not one of the greatest sports channels it was a great idea ever invented yeah for a for, for a sport i mean yep. just that if it's one of those days especially if it's a, it's a bye week for the colts or the colts aren't doing too hot you know yep. watch them you just flip that baby on yep. see everything i think pete you know, you're, you, to me, the biggest change is the dollars and cents of it all, because, and I think we're getting ready to see oh. it. I think we're getting ready to see the bubble burst, because I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think, and this is just, I don't know. You know, I'm sure some people would argue some more substance on the financial front. I don't know how long the NBA can play, 
can pay a 12th man on the bench $8 million a year like they do now. I don't see how you sustain that. A guy that barely plays the game is a mega millionaire. Yeah. I don't see how that continues. And you're seeing that a little bit now because ESPN is broke. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they are broke. And Bally's, Bally filed bankruptcy. They're looking for buyers. ESPN. You know, what are we going to do when it comes to you know all these all these people that need to be partnering with these teams are going away? Yeah, what, well, we're not going to be able to see some of your local teams. Right. Well, and I think to your point, uh, maybe that bubble's starting to burst just a little bit now because just recently, Saquon Barkley of of the of the, the New York Giants was recently re-signed at by current standards pennies on the dollar and he is one of the best running backs mm-hmm. in the game the, the market is just not going to support the running back position right now so it'll be interesting to see if that trickles down and and like i said i, I don't know how these people you know they, they get paid the, the money that they that, that they make uh, i think another big uh, difference in sports is back when i was a kid or we, when we were kids most of the talk about sports and sporting events and the players was about on-field performance. How much, when you turn on ESPN or any of the talking heads, the talk show hosts that are talking about sports, how much time is devoted to off-field crap versus yeah. on-field performance? Yeah. I, I'd have to say that most of it is about off-field stuff, and whether it's good, um, you know, there's always lots of crap going on with people getting arrested, betting yeah. on NFL games, yeah. you know, drug abuse, you know, wife abuse, all kinds of stuff. But we, you know, now we're talking about contracts, and then we got people trying to be social activists, et cetera, et cetera. So much of the sporting world now is non-sports performance related in the, the conversation. Well, well I, they're all celebrities. Yeah. They're all celebrities. So you're getting, they think, they're, they're they in the celebrity they, they think they are. Well, a lot of them are. Which some of them are, yeah. but I don't know about a lot. Some of them are, yes. I would say if we look at the game of football, uh, your, your major positions are you're going to have stars in there. And you're going to have these guys, you know, making commercials. Yes. You've got to make, uh, you know, talk show appearances. Yes. It's so not, they, it, they become the, stars real quickly. Some of the some of what you're talking about, I think, is it's true on a bigger scale, but it's not something new, because when you're talking about an athlete who's on field activities, you know, or under a microscope, you know, Babe Ruth definitely <laughs> was under a microscope, and you know, the gambling, the womanizing, the drinking, Ty Cobb, same he, way. He did that. Yep, I know. Shocking, right? Oh my God. And then, well, as far I, as the celebrity status, the, one of the greatest running, the well, to some people, the greatest running back of all time who passed away this year, Jim yeah. Brown, yeah, ho- superstar in Hollywood, yeah, probably the first athlete to be a megastar in movies, Jim Brown, yeah. You know, I can't think of who else might fall into that category, but uh, Bob Euchre. Now it's <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? God, he was so good. You gotta love oh, it. Oh, he was a classic man. Yeah. See, I miss that too because I you know, just to kind of switch gears on that front. But, uh, the announcers aren't characters anymore. I hate that. They're all just so like, oh, I, you know, look how much I know, and I've got this cool voice. But and a lot of they're them you not never heard characters. Of. I know they're yeah. just not. They don't grab you. Yeah. You know, the Vin Scullys, Vin Scullys, it, I mean, the, the Mel yeah. Allens, the Ernie Harwell, and in, in Detroit. I always talk about Ernie because I grew up with Ernie. He didn't do play by play. He told a story, and that's there's mm-hmm. a difference. When he would when he would do a baseball game, and it was so, and then Scully, of course, very much the old school guys that just don't exist anymore. I always thought one of the best play by play teams in baseball was uh, was John Miller and Joe Morgan when yeah, they oh. used to do Sunday night baseball and ESPN and their infinite stupidity. 
let them go. I To this day, I want to know what happened to Joe Morgan. He, he literally just disappeared from, from the airwaves, and I believe – and I – I'm with you. I think he was one of the best baseball announcers ever. He played the game. He was insightful. Yeah. He didn't over-talk. Right. He, I, I, I don't know, did he irritate somebody? But he just literally disappeared overnight, it seems like. I, I yeah. used to watch a lot of Bears football when I was a kid, and Lindsey Nelson was my favorite. Sure. He was absolutely classic, my favorite. Right. He was one of, I, one of the greatest. I don't remember him leaving, but I know he's dead and gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, he's all part of that, that old school, the old school group. Oh, that yeah. Group, Frank that Gifford. Owned the you know? airwaves. Yeah. And I, I remember Marty Brenneman, who did the Reds. And Marty, you know, has a definitely a following for a lot of folks that were, grew up as Red fans. And I remember him talking in interviews about being a play-by-play announcer. And he said, it's the greatest, greatest gig on the planet. Yeah. I mean, there's Gotta only... Be. You know, at that time he was talking about it. He's there were, there were 28 teams. He's like, "There's only 28 of us," you know. And we just travel the country talking baseball and yeah. doing play-by-play. And he goes, "It's the greatest gig ever." Why do you think it's so hard to, you know, we don't we don't usually give up the job unless we die or we retire because we're just too yeah. old. We can't do it anymore. And you get like, to see a lot of live games. You know? Yeah, uh, that's one thing. I that's the one reason I really wanted to get the the job with the Colts as the PA announcer right. at the at the facility. Uh, you could see every game, but their, yeah. their money was so small. Yeah. It was, like, ridiculous. Yeah, it is and pretty it nuts. Was, it was awful, but it's a good way to see every damn game. Yeah, yeah. definitely pretty sweet. That was a cool opportunity for you. It was, I tried it, was, it once, and I, I didn't do a very good job at it. I thought I would. I needed a spotter. They didn't have a spotter for me. I used to have fun with that with, uh, you know, because youth sports is such a big thing, and I'm glad it is because it's good for kids. More kids need to do it because it, oh, it yeah. gives them something to do. Some core friends gives them hopefully with their coach and playing the game they can learn some good ethics some good rules learn some to good, win learn to lose and graceful yes. you know learn to win is a learn to win gracefully learn to lose gracefully yep. uh, i would do the uh, uh at the ball field up in fishers there's a, a, a park called billericke which is where they for the longest time until they built this huge complex up in westfield indiana yeah which is grand called park. the grand which is an amazing thing, but is also very much a sign of the times with these mega youth yeah. sports complexes, which I, I love. We need them. Kids are getting to play on these yeah. incredible ball fields. Right. Where I remember my little league ball field, dirt field behind yeah. the boys' club. Yeah, and yeah. and mommy and daddy didn't bring uh, coolers full of Gatorade. There was a hose yeah. attached to the building. Right. Yep. Here, you th- are you thirsty? Here's the hose. Mm-hmm. And our uniform was a t-shirt. We mm-hmm. we wore jeans and tennis shoes. Yep. Nowadays, kids are decked out like they're. All stars, yeah. which well, is fan, which yeah. I'm okay with. I don't care. I love it. It's a cool opportunity for for kids. But I would do uh, player announcements from the the, yeah. uh, the building there, Billerke, right. and have a blast at it because my my attitude was that little ten year old kid going up there hearing his name, yeah, announced like now batting number nine, Artie Widgery, you know, and I would do some inflection and. You know, the, the, the mom and dad, or, you know, because you know it meant yeah. something. And, to the, them. and some kids would, you know, do the moonwalk on the way to the base. <laughs> yeah, that, that, have you seen this now? Some kids have their own music when they yes. go. Yes. I haven't seen uh, We're going a little far there. So, you know, an, another, music? A, another yeah. thing that's changed sports over the years is equipment. Oh, yes. In some, in some sports, you know, it's been, it's absolutely revolutionized the sport. Baseball, for example, 
it hasn't revolutionized it, but you know, obviously, you know, catchers are better protected, batters are better protected uh, with gear. That you know, the gloves have gotten oh. bigger, uh, so so that, that that's a good thing. You know, baseball's recently changed. I got the the time clock and the pitch clock, which is uh, on average uh, reduced games by about thirty minutes a game. Which I didn't I think, think is, I'd like that pitch clock. I I, I, I didn't like either. I, I'm I okay do too. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it in play, yeah. and I, yeah. I like it. I, I, I think but, but, it's great for the game. I yeah. think it it's it, it had to be done in order yeah. to get younger fans. Yeah. Um, if you look at the technology changes in tennis, yeah. Well, the baseball the baseball thing is 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 a pretty novel idea, but yeah. it's. I mean, Karen's put a clock above our headboard now. So <clears> it's, you deserve that. What? <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I seem to be more on, on my game now. <laughs> for you. Not taking, for you. Not taking my time. I was going to mention tennis because I saw some old Chris Everett, Jimmy Connor stuff from the 70s, and, or more Arthur Ashe even. Yes. And I'm looking at these little puny tennis rackets they're playing with going, wow. It was just amazing to me. Yeah. You know, even I mean, tennis has evolved on a different level. Well, so you start, they had wood rackets, so, you know, you couldn't generate a lot of power. Uh, so it was, you know, back then the tennis was much more of a finesse game. It started to change when the uh, composite rackets came into, into, into fashion. Jimmy Connors played with a steel racket, uh, the, the Wilson T3000. He was, I think, the only person on the planet that could actually use that racket effectively. So, but more than the, the composite uh, uh, materials you use in tennis rackets now, mostly a carbon graphite, um, the strings, the, the, the technology for tennis strings, uh, it really revolutionized the game more than the, the materials for. They're not made out of cat, cat gut anymore? No, really? well, you can still get cat gut, uh, but there's so many synthetic nylons that allow you to <laughs> put, put different spins on the ball. Sorry, so, I had so to the do that. string technology well, well, in tennis. Get your hands off my gut. Well, just so people know, the cat guts from cats that have, you know, they've don't, already they've, died. Don't know. They've signed their donor card. I see. <laughs> I don't, has there been has there been any much technology changes in uh, hockey? Oh, you follow hockey. Pete, for how many years the goalies didn't even have a mask? Well, okay, I mean, okay, yeah. I've always said the football and hockey players of the 30s, 40s, 50s. We're the ballsiest, yeah. bravest, don't give a rat's. We just want to play the game yeah. people ever God put on this planet. Like Art Donovan in, you know, in the NFL. This book is amazing. Yes. I listen to the stories of, you know, we just pop our kneecap back in and get back on the field. Same way with hockey. Hockey's had state-of-the-art stuff with their equipment. Because, you know, hockey, uh, you know, people can argue all day long with them. Most of them don't because they realize, to me, it's the most difficult sport to play. It's the hardest sport to learn finesse-wise with what they have to do on a slim edge of a of a steel blade on ice, yeah. you know, there's no other sport like it, especially when they get going. And yeah, it's it's been it looks ama- very difficult. It's been it's been pretty huge as far as the leaps and bounds they've made with uh, with improvements there, safety wise. But not nothing bigger than they first. Well, and then I think it was maybe in the early '80s they still had a few people because they grandfathered it with the helmet. Well, same, you same still like guys playing without a helmet. Yeah, same thing with professional cycling and the Tour de France. You know, nobody wore, wore helmets at all. Wow. Uh, and it, and I don't know when it happened, but at some point they mandated it. But there were some riders, like in hockey, who were grandfathered in. Why you'd want to go descending down a mountain hill in the without Alps, a ne- without, without a helmet, helmet at yeah. ninety miles an hour, <laughs> trying to make your way around the curve? I have no idea. I think the only sport that didn't need any major equipment change was basketball other than the shorts because in the 70s the shorts were short were short really short now they're like pants well yeah. i think they yeah. make the jock straps bigger do they know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, you in the seventies, you knew who were circumcised and who wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you well, can't you can't tell that now. So nope. It's, nope. It's, oh, the shoes. The shoes. The shoes have changed. So what did you? Because uh, Converse. Oh, was, yeah. was real, Not. I mean, they weren't like supported or anything no, like no. that. We were no. pretty. Pretty. Uh, you got to watch the. If you have not seen the movie Air, you have to watch it. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Excellent. Excellent movie. I haven't to seen watch. It. Yep. Sorry. I and and you got to have only respect for uh, Michael Jordan's mom. No kidding. Oh, yeah. She nego- she ne- well, who, I don't want to. Who wouldn't want her as your mom? Yeah. You know? so no doubt. So growing up, though, what would you play, Artie? Did you play sports? I played football. That was Sweet. it. Sweet. I played football in high school. That was and? it. And tell me. Uh, I had to quit after my sophomore year because uh, I lost one of my testicles. It finally f- was found. Uh-huh. Uh, it, was, it was somewhere close to my colon. Uh, but it, it, I had to quit. I had to stop playing football, but I learned everything I could about Do you football. think, had you stayed with it, you would have been just as big as Walter Payton? Or I would have been, uh, no, I would have been on the bench most of the time. Yeah. I wasn't good at it. I knew what I was good at. I was good talking. Bronco Widgery. I was a good talker. Oh, talk seriously. Good. I talked good. Yeah. He talked his way onto the team. <laughs> he was I talked a- my way onto the team. <laughs> but the, the day I left, we had to go to the doctor. The doctor yeah. said, well, it'll fall out of there soon enough. And oh, that's that's what I have to walk out of here with. That That's it? That's all you're going to tell us? So that's you're not going to pull it out for that's me? That's where your voice comes from, the fact yes, that you it have is. It probably is. two testicles in two different locations. Yes. Because it's still up there? No, it's it's found. Oh, we it's found. found it. You found it. We found it. It, it was on the couch place. with the no, Cheetos. Was, under I told cushion? you, it was close to my colon. Wow, that is yeah, it was, insane. It was up in the wrong place. Have you ever had that problem with your? No, I've never had that problem. No, that's that's good news. Yeah. Well, well but no, I, and and your your base. They, if you would have played, that would have been a cool little piece of trivia on your football card. It would have been a nice little trophy to put up on my. When he was eighteen, he stuff. found his other ball. His <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and you know, with the first, I remember when I told my wife about it. She goes, that sounds really painful. Did, and and did you did you cry? I go, I cried. I yelled. I screamed. I rolled on the ground. <laughs> they all laughed at me. <laughs> yeah. And I said, if I saw somebody else going through that, I'd probably laugh too. Yeah. It, well, you know, I would say the vast majority of the male population can understand. Yeah. Sure. Because there is nothing it's, more excruciating. It was awful. It was awful. Well, Bad day. watching the view is excruciating. But, yes, that would be up there. Well, that the would guy, be number the guy one. that did it to me, oh. I, I don't know if this is justice or not, but he ended up passing away. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Did you go to his? Did you, did, I, did not, I did not did, go to his services. Did you guys reconcile? Did he ever tell you? Oh, sorry? hell no. He said, yeah. you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. Really? I'm going to show you how much you shouldn't be here. What, he sounded like one of the Sopranos when yeah, he was like, he playing won. football? Oh, he was, he Tony Walnuts. He, yeah. he, he had a sideways nose. Oh, boy. Yeah, he had oh, it Oh, so this guy was like Mr. Football. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh, he was. Wow. He was Mr. Football. He was be. amazing. He was huge. He could block. He could. He was going to. He did play in college. He did yeah. not go pro because he had talent, very Good computer talents. Oh, good for him. Strangely though. enough, other than what he did at the time, other than what he did to you. Yeah, but uh, he uh, he passed away, and I'm, I'm sorry. sorry to hear that. He was a, he was a, he ended up being a pretty good guy. Right. But back then he was. Oh no, he Despite. was. Yeah, he had it all. Pete, did you play? I played baseball growing up, and until yeah. and then, and I was pretty good. And uh, until the age of about thirteen or fourteen, I was convinced I was going to be a major league shortstop. Wow. Yeah. But then when I didn't make the high school. Baseball team, I thought, oh. well, maybe I might be. Damn. Maybe, maybe. not. Maybe You're this not. isn't going to happen. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just go into comedy. I'm just going to get into sales. Team manager. I'm just going to get in, into sales and open miking. Because <laughs> <laughs> open miking was definitely a thing back then. Yeah. Your parents are sitting there going, 
I think he's just going to be an open micer, honey. <laughs> We're still proud of you. Where, where'd, where'd we go wrong? A little open micer, you. Okay. <laughs> I did baseball. I did uh, football. I did floor hockey. Didn't do hockey hockey. What's floor uh, hockey? Oh, just, on a, like right, a court? Like gym floor with nets yeah. and, you know, hockey. Tennis shoes? Yeah. But uh, I probably was one of the few people that was born in Canada that never learned to skate. I don't know why. I never learned. You still don't know how? Don't. Have you ever tried? No. You never tried? No. Yes, I have tried. Okay. And can you at least stay up? I can. I can do a triple sal cow. No, you can't. I I don't believe that in a million years. (laughs) Well, neither do I. I have. I just have all the respect in the world for people when they get on the on the ice and do what they do on that. Let's see. uh, Football, baseball. Uh, that might have been the big stuff. Like, oh, did basketball, but I never liked. Well, I played. Okay. I played a little basketball, but I was never good at it. No. And, I, and I would, you know, I really enjoy basketball. You grow up as a Hoosier. You, it's, it's kind of law. You have to like basketball, and I really love basketball. I just was not good playing it, so I. Well, you don't have the height for it, Pete. No, I don't have the height. For fun, I, I played. I don't t- have the height for a lot of things. Yeah. For fun, I played tennis, and then I, I taught myself golf. Which I think helped because I used to take my dad's clubs and hit golf balls around the neighborhood. I wish I could golf. I much, really do. I much wish to I the could. chagrin of the neighbors. Like, <laughs> uh, is that Burroughs kid swinging I, the club again? I've tried. I, I can't even it. hit the ball. You, it's you, like I was in baseball. I couldn't hit a ball in baseball. I can barely throw a ball. You would learn fast. You did pretty good in the wiffle ball game that we, we had that one time when our kids were done playing. Oh, yeah. We had, a, we had a wiffle ball game, Pete, after the season kind of, was over. That was actually kind of fun. I I've did, got I did w- hit the ball. Wiffle ball is a fun game. I've got some pictures of Artie swinging. Yeah. Wiffle ball is no, more not, difficult not, than you might think. Let me clarify. It was at the wiffle ball game, not swinging. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. now, here's Artie with this woman. So, <laughs> <laughs> Was it my woman? Yeah, my woman? Uh, I hope it was my woman. And, of course, you know, I, I would say if if something has, has changed that I'm hoping it's going to be better, still with sports, our parents, I think that the push has been to try to get better, you know, more – Education to parents about you know how you treat the officials, how you treat the the, 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 the other coaches. players, the other team, yeah, the coaches, right, right. and just respect it. Because we had a pretty good stretch there where it was on. You saw videos constantly. Oh yeah, people yeah. just being fights, total fights asses. Well, just ridiculous. I told you about the team. I forget what city and state it was in, but they were kept. They too many too many parents were being ejected from the game. Yeah. So they had a rule: if if you get ejected from the game, the only way you're coming back is if you take our umpire lessons and you have to umpire at least. Four games the rest of the season. Yeah, Good for them. That, that, and that was a great idea. It stopped. Idea. It stopped everything. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I think yeah. it's fantastic. It was brilliant. There is there's there's no problem. The, the only problem with youth sports are the parents. Are the parents? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Right. Let the kids. Yeah. Again, it's like so much in this world today. We we we, we got to quit it and let kids be kids. We, we got to have adults quit screwing this thing up. You know, I mean, and think okay they know to, what's better for them. It's okay to shout support, but you support's don't, good. You don't you don't shout criticism. Yeah, to any kid. No, you just let let the coaches do. Be that. encouraging. Let Be encouraging. Let yep. them find. Because yeah, I look at it this way. I mean, that that could for a lot of those kids could be the greatest thing they ever get to do. Because mm-hmm. what where life may may take them. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a good life lesson. It's a good foundation. The, good, the bad, the ugly. That's right. And you know, great when your kid's on a winning team. Most of the time, they're not, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, because if you're there as a parent to support them, and if you're there giving a crap, that means more than a home run any day. Yeah. Agreed. So, and, yeah. and, I, and I think for the vast majority, the coaches out there, they're doing it for volunteer. Right. They're they're good coaches. They're good people. They're they're doing it for the right reasons. 
let them do that and let the kids have that experience of learning all those skills from people who really care. Yep. And, you know, the, the knuckleheads, will, they'll weed themselves. I, had, I got to coach Little League football, and I'm telling you, it was one of the – Fun. It was, it was very, very fun to do. Yep. I had a blast until – all the parents got stupid. Yeah, yeah I, and then I said, I, I I'm enough. not going to do this anymore. My I'm finished. Favorite baseball coach was 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 a pretty interesting character. First person I ever met with the last name Buttermaker. So I thought mm. he was pretty cool. Did he have yeah. sore arms? No, just <laughs> bad news bears reference that went right over both. Well, yeah, heads. both of us. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. Okay. Art's apparently writing the Declaration of Independence, and there we go. Oh, it's a time check. Thanks. <laughs> Art, this is the bonus show. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> We don't well, give bonuses. Appreciate you covering the the, the subject because I know we've been wanting to kind of throw some stuff out there. Sports, yeah. we can talk sports all the time with all the shows. But uh, Pete, thank you so much. Good to see you as always. Great and, to be and, here. And good luck on the uh, the courts because I know you'll be playing tennis, if not within the hour, then sometime within the next twenty four hours. Definitely, that's pretty much a safe safe bet with Mister <laughs> <Yes>. Molina. <laughs> yeah, he's. He loves the tennis. Although with these hot temperatures coming up, I may decide to lay off for a couple, two nah, or three days. Nah, I could still see you out there. Yeah, you're right. Hardy? I'm going to go get my heads shaved. Your heads? Yep. I'm going to go get my heads shaved. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Yep. It's and I'm just be fun. happy to hear that you had a good resolution to your issue well, with the child. Next week, you'll, you know, you'll see how my heads looked. Oh, I was talking about your balls. Oh. But that's okay. Thanks okay. for... Thanks. Are you trying to put that behind you? I am. As opposed to, As opposed to in front of me. In front of you. Yes. <laughs> now I'm sitting on my nuts. Sorry about that. That's great. Damn, that hurt. That's the great thing of aging. Anyway, until uh, we catch up again. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. We appreciate everybody for chiming in and uh, listening to our historic podcast. A little show. A little show. As I mentioned at the start of this, I thought this would be the award-winning podcast. Well. <laughs> it was so wrong. What, what award did we win? <laughs> You've been sitting in that seat get, longer than like we, the we last get to guy. do another podcast. That's all right. right, we will do another podcast, and uh, we're going to talk about reunions next time we get together, because everybody out there has gone to some yeah. kind of reunion, whether it's school or family. Yeah. So we'll discuss that. Boomerswithbeverages.com is the website, and thanks to Kevin and company at AJ's Bar and Grill for providing us the stage, the tables, the atmosphere, and. Uh, we, we, we try not to over overdo it, but the food is so darn good. We always got to eat here. And so and, are the cocktails. And we'll do it again. So. Cocktails are delicious. Until we talk, we are Boomers with Beverages. Beverages.